Welcome to Japan according to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Yo everyone, welcome to the Fukuoka trip episode. Well, part one of it, I'll just let you know that、um, I am going to only tell, I'm going to stop at a certain point of this story,、um, leave you in suspense、uh, about this, hopefully, this epic story <laughs> that I tell. It's fucking funny for me to retell it.、Um, but uh, yeah, so I give、uh, a, a quick. Breakdown of a Nike commercial that has been causing some waves here in Japan.、Uh, I talk about one of my favorite samurai TV shows. Unfortunately, I, the link that I found before isn't active anymore. So、um, hopefully, you can do some research and find it on your own. And then I get into the story, right? But before you do that, before we listen, please remember to like, please remember to comment. Um, please remember to subscribe. If you're not subscribed, wherever you're listening, watching, whatever the fuck you're doing to this, you know, do something, push a button, do something, let me know how you feel, okay? <laughs> But yeah, it's a really fun episode. I'm, I'm really looking forward to、um, playing this back and, and laughing to myself again because I, I lived it. You know, hopefully it's, 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 it's as entertaining to you as it is to me. So, enjoy. Yow, yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast, episode 146, coming at you, coming at you in my pajamas. <laughs> It's a little bit late start, a little bit late、uh, upload as well. My apologies for that.、Um, make sure my levels are okay. All right, I think my levels are okay.、Um, like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, check, check my levels here, okay? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Just. I just got some knobs. I think it's in the, the right position. All right, whatever. We'll, we'll find out.、Um, hmm. But yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm really happy to be. This feels testing, 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 testing. Sorry. Sorry, podcast people.、Um, this just feels a little bit off. All right, testing, testing, testing. I think that's about right. I think that's about right. It sounds a little bit off, but sounds a little bit lower than it does. Sorry, sorry. Okay, let me just start over. Testing, 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 testing. Testing, testing, okay. Testing, testing, testing. Testing, 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 okay, okay. This is, okay. Yo, yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 146 of the podcast.、Uh, I had to readjust some stuff, so this is the second. Start of the podcast so for you, it's the first time. This is going to be <laughs> well, for me, it's going to be really interesting. Um,、mm. and for one, possibly two of my friends who might listen to this, it's going to be interesting too, I guess. Um, 
I promised it. I'm going to give it to you. We got some story time coming up today. But um, before that, please remember to, I haven't been saying it recently, like, subscribe uh, on YouTube. People like, subscribe. Uh, podcast audio people, please remember to um, do something. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> leave, a, leave a comment. Um, rate the podcast. It would really help out a lot. Uh, I haven't been saying that recently, but please do it. Okay, um, let me get myself situated. Before we get to story time, uh, I want to, I got a few things for you guys, uh, a few topics that I need to discuss. So first thing, just random content for you guys to look at uh, related to Japan is uh, I I was watching TV the other day and um, I forgot why I was here. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, first off, my apologies for for, uh, if you're watching this when it comes out. I wanted to record a few days ago, but I got caught up with stuff. So, you know, but anyway, uh, while I was in the house during the day, one a uh, few days ago, one of my favorite shows from back in the day, my favorite samurai show from back in the day. Um, I did not know the English title for it until I looked it up for to do some research for this. It's the unfettered Shogun. It's a ball and bow Shogun, uh, which means the unfettered Shogun. Uh, it was like the first japanese show that <laughs> that i watched like uh faithfully um back in the day when i moved into my guest house like 15 15 years ago like 2005 i remember because um that show would come on in the morning like late morning just before i had to go to work and i think like right when that show ended or around when the time that ended it was like my time to leave the house right so I used to always catch the end part of it. It was, it's like a big sword fight, you know, in, in the end of every episode. The epic music playing, dun, 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 dun. He's just slicing, slicing motherfuckers, you know, slicing bad daimyo up left and right. It's fucking great. Uh, <laughs> and then I just go start my day. Like, I couldn't speak any Japanese at that time. I didn't know a word of Japanese, but mm. I watched a hell of a lot of TV in my life, so... I could follow the story. <laughs> like, I remember my wife, you know, who was my girlfriend at the time. She would come over sometimes. And I'd be watching the show, like, getting ready. And, you know, she'd be like, can you understand this shit? I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, he's undercover. And, like, that dude, you know, is stealing the rice from the villagers. So he's going undercover. And But, you know, the, the girl, you know, betrayed him and then turned him into And she's like, how do you, what? How do you know this shit? And I'm like, I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> And she was like, yeah, you're kind of right. So um, I was looking for, you know, I just did a quick Google search. I was watching on TV. It came on TV. I was watching some of it. And I was like, yeah, let me see if they have any episodes on YouTube. At this moment in time, or at least the last time I checked the link, let me double check one more time before I say anything. Before um, I might have to restart the podcast one more time. But um, last time I checked, shit, nope, fuck, it's offline. Well, okay, <laughs> never mind, <laughs> never mind. Um, I'll just put the name of the show and the IMDb on it because I had found a um, IMDb. Yeah, I, I found an episode of it that someone put online uh, a few weeks ago, but yeah, they took that shit off real quick. <laughs> it was like an old episode too, but it was like an hour and a half special. I was hoping people would have a chance to see it, but mm. 
it is what it is, you know. But if you can find the episode of it online, uh, definitely check it out. The sword fights at the end are fucking great. If I can find, like, another YouTube video, let me put slash YouTube. YouTube uh, a note for myself. If I can find something, you know, just to supplement um, the full. It was like an hour and a half long special that was on there. But with English, with English subtitles, I was surprised it was on there. But they found it, and, you know, it's gone now. So, sorry. Um, but definitely the Unfettered Shogun, if you can find anything on that show, definitely give it a watch. It's really, really good. Fucking samurai entertainment for your ass. Uh, but, okay, before I get to story time, one more thing I have to talk about is the new Nike commercial. The Naomi Osaka Nike commercial, uh, which has been causing some waves online. Uh, Rod, you sent it to me. I, I It popped up on my radar, too. Um, and it hasn't been on mainstream Japanese media from what I've seen, but... Um, there, I did see an article or two on it on, related to it. I actually know the dude that recorded Naomi Osaka for this commercial. And I talked to him the other day. He was like, oh, yeah, you seen the commercial? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah I recorded that part. He's like, is it on there? I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, you know, it's big news. So he's a really cool dude. He said she was really nice and uh, really, you know, professional and whatnot during the shoot. You know, so she gets good reviews from from my friend and um and but as far as the backlash you know nike does uh kind of controversial kind of commercials every now and then groundbreaking commercial work and i guess their work with naomi osaka was um one of those situations but the thing about japan i mean you know, I watched the commercial once, and it, it took me a while to pick up on, like, there was, I think, three girls? It was, like, a half-Japanese girl, a Korean girl, maybe, and half-black, half-Japanese girl, Korean girl, and some other girl. I don't know what her, her deal was, but it was basically, from my take on it, was a commercial challenging the idea of what is Japanese and inclusion, the idea of inclusion in Japan. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, like, yeah, hmm. It, it, it seemed like it was like the struggle for inclusion for people who don't fit the quote-unquote mold of being Japanese. That shit, well, I won't say it didn't go over too well because, you know, there are trolls online. And one thing I think I've told you before, Japanese people really like to complain about stuff, and especially online, Twitter. Twitter is really popular here because of the anonymity of it. So, you know, things Japanese people are really hold back what they want to say in public most in most cases. So online on Twitter, they just let it fly, you know. And so, of course, the most inflammatory comments are the ones that, that snatch the headlines. And apparently I didn't I didn't bother going through the Twitter stream. But, you know, I would imagine it, it ruffled a few feathers. Anything that's not like mainstream accepted Japanese stuff is going to get fire on Twitter. Like, you know, really, really deep fire on Twitter, um, Japanese Twitter. But for me, uh, I just personally, I'm not going to speak too deeply on it uh, as far as like the deep, you know, re relations with other countries in, in race relations go. But for me, I think that ad for the people who didn't like it, just in general, the feeling that I get is... Those type of people who complain about shit like that, anything that's not like the attacks kind of main. It's like, OK, I was thinking about this before. It's like the beehive, right? Japan is like the beehive. Oh, sorry. OK, sorry. Sorry about that. 
Sorry about that. I had to just, just listen out. But um, Japan is like the beehive, right? And um, if you think about it, you know, if you kind of knock the beehive or hit the beehive, the bees will swarm. It's kind of like that, the, the way I take it and the way I think about it. Like, you know, those people, they're just angry bees. And any, you know, any noise disturbing, like, the tranquility of the beehive, they're going to kind of swarm and get worked up into a frenzy about it. There's no rhyme or reason to it, even if it's a, a rational complaint, even if it's, you know, something that that needs to be looked at, examined, questioned. It's rattling the, the, the beehive, the, the sanctity of the beehive, and, the, and they're going to attack it, right? So, um, you know, the, the questioning of, of the, you know, Japanese identity in general, or, you know, people kind of, some people take that personally as a personal attack. Well, I'm not doing anything. Well, why do, why do you hate us and kind of thing and go on defensive mode? But, you know, instead of questioning, like, why, you know, what inclusion is, and I, I haven't really even thought about this, this angle until I'm talking about it, like, you know, the question people don't really inclusion is kind of a word that you hear kind of hear but it's not really it's, it's still more like a buzz a superficial buzzword like it's not really you know challenging the nor the social norms of japan and what is acceptable what is unacceptable and, and you know making people rethink it hasn't really gotten to that level in my opinion you know it's just more like yeah we need to be more inclusive so let's just you know do some shit like you know but but anything but not really fundamentally change the way people think or act towards each other and because for most people there's nothing wrong with that and if you do challenge that especially to call yourself japanese means that you're against the hive you're a rogue fucking bee you know and yeah they'll fucking pounce on that shit now again it's we're in the age of the internet where we're one hater's voice on twitter um you know, magnified, it gets magnified way the fuck out of proportion. So I don't really know how much fire is there from Japanese people. I haven't heard anything from everyday Japanese people about it at all. I don't even think most people know about it. But so just take that with a grain of salt is what I would say, because, you know, it's a lot. It's really easy to to bash some shit when you're, you know, you when you've just got like your little fucking avatar on twitter and you can say whatever the fuck you want nobody knows who you are versus standing up you know and showing your face and and, and saying how you say it with your chest <laughs> you know and, and and japanese people the majority of japanese people are not really willing to do that but you know they love talking that shit on twitter so so you know of course those type of um those type of uh whatchamacallit those type of um uh what's the word shenanigans <laughs> shenanigans get get lots of headlines in the japanese media um just because you know they're inflammatory and things like that um but nothing would really i, I would say the foreign the foreign media in japan will actually pick up on you know the themes that is kind of or the um the conversation is trying to spark, but not so much Japanese media. I really wouldn't, really wouldn't go that far, which is, which is interesting, you know, and uh, I'm pretty sure like Naomi Osaka herself had some input in that as well. So mm. props to her on it. I might try and give the commercial a second look in my free time just to reevaluate my stance on it. But just, you know, I was kind of like, oh, oh, okay. They're taking it there. 
you know, I mean, bullying and, you know, you know, like the differences of appearance and hair, and, you know, things like that, you know, is um, I was kind of like, OK, you know, they're really doing it. But I can see the average Japanese person who doesn't think about those things on a daily basis, doesn't notice those things on a daily basis. Again, it's like rattling the beehive and they go into defense mode. Why are you always bringing this stuff up? It's not a big issue. Like, what the fuck? Don't you don't you you don't like us? Why are you thinking like all Japanese people are mean? Without thinking like, you know, no, these things do happen just because you don't see them on a daily basis, you can turn a blind eye to it. So people just don't think about things that I, I think I've said this before in other issues. People just generally don't pay much attention to things that aren't affecting their everyday life here at all, at all. You know, think ant colony, think bee, beehive, like it's kind of gets like that sometimes, so. So yeah, but um, but but definitely well done. Um, props to my friend who recorded it. Um, I was really really proud of him when he told me he. Well, I was talking to him online and he he told me that he had he did that. I was like, oh whoa, yeah. So okay, that's all the social issues. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> all right, I've been thinking about this story for a while. Let me get a drink. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. I'm not trying to get too wasted, <laughs> but um, I don't think this story will go into two episode territory. I think I might be able to tell the whole thing because there's a lot of alcohol involved in this. So there are some blank spots <laughs> in my memory. But OK, so here we go. My trip to Fukuoka. OK, this trip to went down. I want to say like 2011-ish, 2011-2012-ish, maybe 2011-ish, maybe 2011 might might have been the year actually. Um, you know, I was just kind of beginning to enter the dark phase of my life, you know, 2012-ish was kind of a, 2012 was a rough year for me when I turned 30, was a rough year, so I think it was 29, towards the end of my party time here in, in Japan. Um, and I went to Fukuoka with, it was like with two of my boys, I'll call them Jeff and Will. Okay. Um, now these are kind of, these two guys are probably my, my two closest friends here in Japan. Right. Um, I know them the longest, um, you know, since I, since I first got here, hit it off with them. Um, partied with them, drank with them, you know, uh, just, just grown up together, you know, you know, had a lot of experiences, you know, so, mm. so let me give you some background about Jeff and Will, right? So (laughs) we're kind of like, I was thinking about this all week. We're kind of like the three stooges (laughs) when we get together because, um, we're just, very different, but we kind of mesh together in a weird kind of way that is a lot of fun and extremely entertaining and just, it's just a fucking hot mess, right? But a good hot mess. So, um, and we have a lot of, a lot of things in common in weird ways. So for example, um, me and Will, uh, we're both black and, you know, um, we both have kind of Caribbean, uh, lineage, if you will. Um, 
Um, so we kind of share some of those kind of, uh, a little bit, we can relate in, in that kind of way. Um, you know, I think our family styles are a little bit different, but you know, that Caribbean blood in us is there, right? Um, he's from the New York area. Of course I'm from DC. Um, but you know, that's, that's one point, right? Uh, Jeff, on the other hand is from the DC area and he's Asian. Um, but you know, he grew up DC was chocolate city. He grew up, you know, in the suburbs of DC, completely surrounded by black people. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure. Um, it, it, actually me and me and Jeff have a lot in common. It's it's really freaky when I start talking about the, this situation because actually I didn't know Jeff before I came to Japan. I met him, um, at my first job. We just randomly started talking one day and we found out that we went to rival high schools in DC actually found out that, um, like really rival high schools, like, um, found out that actually I went to school with you know, one of his siblings um, with his sister and, you know, I took a class with his sister. Actually, the world is really small and I actually was really cool. I got fucked up with his sister. Like we went on some trip one time, had a fucking blast. You know, we, we were drinking and shit, like having a fucking great time. Um, and you know, I was like, okay, duh, I, I, I was mad cool with your sister. Of course I'm mad cool with you. So, I mean, you know, and halfway across the world in Tokyo, I run into this guy and we become like, you know, really, really tight friends. It was weird. Right. So, you know, Jeff and Will, they're older than me. Right. So they're 40, 40 plus. Right. I mean, early forties, but you know, I'm in my late thirties. So I'm about, I think what, even I forget because you know I I think we're just kind of I'm used to be hanging around older people so I don't really consider age so much I'm respectful for everyone but you know we're friends we're friends so but I think like three four years older than me um and personality don't worry this is all kind of important information you're going to need to know <laughs> so personality uh I would say like of the group Jeff is kind of the straight man, right? He's like never too high, never too low. He's just cool, you know, like, yo, what's up? You know, just chill, never gets pissed off, you know, never really yell. I mean, he gets annoyed about stuff, but he'll never op openly show it. I've never seen him yell at people. I've never seen him yell at anybody, actually, now that I can think about it. Um, well, I've seen him kind of give somebody shit, but like he'll do it in like a smooth ass way. You know, like, I won't see him, like, he's the complete opposite of me. I'm just fucking going crazy. <laughs> I'm the tornado. You can probably imagine, like, you know, when I get all worked up, I'm just a fucking ball. And I'm, 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 I've said before, I'm either zero or 100, right? Either I'm not doing a goddamn thing or I'm just bouncing off the fucking wall. Like when, you know, the, the knob gets turned up, it's like, and, and I'm just gone, you know? Um, Will, Will is more of a conservative, that's why I said our, our, our family stars are kind of different. He's much more of a conservative kind of person, but when he gets crazy, he gets very, you know, like manic kind of crazy. You know, he's like ooh, really, really turned up too. um, in, in a different, I'd say in a different way than me. And most of the time, like sometimes, you know, we, we, um, get turned up in, in the past in, in the same way timing you know and then it's just like fucking crazy but but generally um i would say like if i'm 
we're kind of like the knobs turned up to 10 on opposite timing is what I would say. You know, if I'm like super max, he's not as much. And if he's going off the wall, I'm not, you know, but he's more like incredible Hulk going, not the drink, but we he's more incredible Hulk. And I'm more, I don't know what the fuck I am. <laughs> I don't know. When I, when I get going, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just like fucking, Tasmanian devil like <laughs> mm. yeah kind of I don't know but but hopefully you can kind of get an idea you know so how this whole trip started I don't even know how the idea came up but somehow I think we went out one night and uh oh yeah by the way what I would to say so like yeah let me get just background information so so like you know, if if you get, you know, Jeff and Will together, it's cool. If you get me and Will together, it's cool. If you get me and Jeff together, it's cool. It's like different ways. But when we come together, it's just like this perfectly fucked up balance of craziness. You know? <laughs> And we all, we're just like the three amigos. And we just kind of know like what's going on. And we're just cracking jokes and talking crazy. And, you know... Um, it's kind of like, you know, Jeff is in the middle and we're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum and, you know, we all kind of like just bounce off of each other and it, it just works. It just really works really, really well. And it's fucking hilarious, you know? Um, <laughs> so, so somehow, I don't know how we just, I don't remember how, you know, it was just like almost 10 years ago, but we were talking one one day maybe we went out we were like yeah we should take a trip because before previously me and will had taken a trip uh to osaka like i haven't talked about my osaka trip before um it's not as crazy you know again because me and will it was just me and will so it was fun it was crazy you know but not as wild as the fukuoka trip because it was all three of us so you know we were like yeah me and will went to osaka it was cool but you know we should do something all three of us should do something and uh, the idea of going somewhere came up. So we were like, all right, we're going to plan a trip. I think at the time I was freelance, I was like, oh, I'll take some time off, like a weekend off, and we'll just do something. Now, um, at the time, I was married. I think Jeff had a girlfriend, and Will was single, right? So we were kind of three stages. I remember clearly we were kind of three different stages of life at that moment. I'm the youngest, right? So, um. So, but, but, you know, it, so it, it was kind of like a, a interesting kind of, you know, mix of, of shit going on. Um, <laughs> Jeff is fucking funny, right? Because I'll tell you how we decided to go to Fukuoka. Like we were like, all right, let's, 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 let's meet up at a Mexican restaurant. So we meet up there for like dinner and drinks. I think it was, it was, it was like a Saturday. So I think, um, <laughs> Jeff had been drinking all day or something like or he had been hung over all day or something like that <laughs> and so like I said you know when when he's chill uh, Will is really like conservative so he comes in like okay we gotta plan this thing out we gotta figure it out let's you know do this and do this and I'm just like hey whatever yo let's just do I, from what I remember again this is told from my perspective so you know <laughs> I'll just say what I remember how I remember stuff happening and I just remember me being like yeah man let's just do some shit and you know I don't know we'll figure it out like whatever fuck it <laughs> and so 
Jeff is just quiet the whole time. And, and, and this is how the conversation goes. Because, again, me and Will are kind of opposite. So we're just going back and forth and, like, you know, um, <laughs> Will's trying to, like, really coordinate everything and get everything organized. And I'm just like, yo, say, fuck, we can go somewhere. Fuck it. Like, yo, where the party at? <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff is just like really quiet and so we're like alright we need to find some shit we need to go do this and then like I think we, we eat we talk we're drinking beer it's like a half an hour conversation <laughs> this is the shit that Jeff does and then he like he's like yeah well alright cool Well, <laughs> he just pulls out this crumpled up piece of paper and slams it on the table <laughs> I forgot if we are decided to go to Fukuoka at this point or not, but um, he, maybe he was just like, yo, why don't we go to Fukuoka? <laughs> and we were just like, yeah, Fukuoka. Um, and so um, after like 20, 30 minutes of discussion, we're eating, we're talking, trying to figure stuff out. He pulls out this crumpled up piece, of, like this folded up piece of paper out of his pocket, slams it on the table, and it's just like this perfect campaign. He's like, yeah, I went to the travel agency before coming here. <laughs> Here's the plan. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, why didn't you fucking pull this out from the beginning? You know? <laughs> but he likes to play those little like fucking mind games with people. Like <laughs> That's his thing. You know, he's just like, lets us just like squabble it out for a while knowing he's got like the trump card in his pocket and he'll just be like all right well boom here it is whenever he's tired <laughs> whenever he's not entertained anymore <laughs> hmm. that's jeff that's jeff to a t right <laughs> he'll just sit there listening to us like babbling on for like literally like a half an hour having the intense conversation trying to figure out our next move and then he's like yep boom here it is and it was like really affordable all included in uh hakata uh hakata in fukuoka is kind of like the biggest city um so we're like yeah fuck let's do it right so um fast forward to the day of the trip <laughs> Now, now we 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 laugh about this like to this day, right? We we really tell the story to this day. I'm not sure if this is as entertaining for you guys as it is for me, but you can tell I'm enjoying reliving this shit, right? So, um, one thing about me, like in airplanes, I and flights, like just growing up in D.C., especially like you know after nine eleven, I'm really, really, really paranoid about missing my flight. Like, really paranoid about it. Like, you know, especially just going through all the security in, in America and stuff like that. I'm just mainly only taking international flights. So, in my mind, it takes forever. In my my dad kind of drilled it into me. Like, don't miss your fucking flight. Be there early. You know, and so... <laughs> I forgot what time our flight was. It was maybe like 1 o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. And I'm like, yo... Let's meet up at 10 o'clock in the morning. We got to get there early. Like, you know, this this airport is not far from Tokyo. We're going to like there's two airports. There's Haneda and Narita. If you ever have to choose between Haneda and Narita, fly into Haneda Airport. If the flight because it's like Narita is like an hour and a half away from Tokyo. And Haneda is like about 20, 
thirty minute train ride. Like from, it's not even funny. It's it's ridiculous, right? Like coming back from America and going to Narita, and then you, it's like a whole another trip just to get back into Tokyo. It's fucking ridiculous, right? Just look at the map. Trust me. Um, so we're flying out of Haneda anyway, which is like nothing to get there. Like it probably to get to, from, to the gate from the train station, it probably took like 45 minutes door to door. Right. But, but in my mind, you know, we got security checks and we got all this shit. And so I'm just like, so conditioned from like in America, post nine eleven America, like we got to get there fucking early or, you know, there's going to be lines everywhere. And it's immigration, even though it's a domestic flight. Like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But they listened to me because I was like drilling it, like Girl, get there early. So it's ten o'clock in the morning, and we're going to Fukuoka. My crazy ass is like, we need drinks <laughs> to get the party popping, right? <laughs> so, so I go, I meet them in Shinagawa Station, and I think before I get there, I buy several cans of Chuhai, right? And you heard me, I've heard drink Chuhai on this program before. And, you know, this is in my 20s, so I'm like, fuck it, we're, we're drinking Chuhai, you know, but now I'm not a fan of Chuhai. My palate is much more sophisticated. You know, I drink this, I drink this Cavassier, which is almost finished, but whatever. I should have bought some beer, but I'm kind of glad I didn't because then the story would get really crazy. But, um, um, yeah, so I I I don't know how many can, I I bought like a big ass bag of Chew High with me, you know, because I was like, we gotta get the party started, and this is literally like ten o'clock in the morning. We got like three hours to kill, and <laughs> but the thing is, like, on, they only questioned the timing when, after we met, and I showed up with a bag of Chew High. <laughs> They're like, "Yo, we're mad early." <laughs> I was like, and then I realized, like, I kind of fucked up, and I was like, I was like, yeah, it'll be all right, whatever. <laughs> but no, no, actually, I was still kind of paranoid. I was like, no, 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 it'll be fine. We gotta get there, right? So, hmm. So, <laughs> I didn't realize like how early we were until we got to the gate. So, like, um, yeah. So we I'm passing out. Yo, got you had in. You know, Jeff just looks at me, he starts laughing. He's like, oh, my gosh, like, this is going to be stupid. You know, Will is like, yeah, here we go, Fukuoka, you know. And so <laughs> we get on the train, you know, we're riding the train, drinking, whatever, drinking, drinking, talking. I mean, this is like 10 o'clock in the morning. Like, this is, yeah, we, we look fucking crazy, Because <laughs> I think this is a Friday, too. So we were flying out on Friday and can't, so we had Saturday night. No, Friday night and Saturday night. Yeah, and we flew back maybe Sunday or midday or some shit like that, right? Now, um, <laughs> so we were looking crazy, right? And um, we go, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember much about the ride over there. We were just talking bullshit, probably laughing. We, I just remember, I realized, oh shit, we're mad early. When we get to the gate, we get our tickets, do everything, and then we got like two hours to kill before... <laughs> We get on the fucking plane. <laughs> At this point, we already had like probably like three two highs each, you know, which is enough to get you buzzed. And I think I had the big ones too. <laughs> like I don't remember, but but it was enough to get you buzzed, right? So we we're like buzzed up at like eleven o'clock in the goddamn morning, um, <laughs> in the airport. <laughs> 
<laughs> in the fucking airport, just buzzed up like shit, like, you know, just laughing and acting stupid. Fucking Will buy it. Will, he's bored, so he buys this fucking stuffed animal, this Docomo stuffed animal, which I, fuck, which I fucking hate, right? <laughs> I hate this shit. And he's like, it's Domo-kun, look, it's Domo-kun. So he's like, fuck it with me, like, cause he realizes I hate it. And so... <laughs> Jeff is like, Domo Kun is awesome. Like, <laughs> you know, because he's just like hyping up Will because he can tell, like, I fucking hate this motherfucking thing. And, and so <laughs> they're just, we're just talking about this thing. And of course, we're there, like, all right, we got more time to get, let's get some more beers, right? <laughs> you can see where this is going, right? So we get, you know, we, we drank, I don't know, maybe two more beers before. So we're like, it's like, by the time it's like 12 31 o'clock, we start boarding. We're like about five drinks deep. Like, I don't even remember how big. Maybe not even cans. Might even talk. Like, we're five drinks deep at, like, you know, on this trip at, like, fucking 12.30 in the afternoon, you know. <sighs> so, the thing about this is, and this is the most fucked up flight I've ever been on. Like, the thing about this is, one... Because, like, I, I forgot if I arranged the tickets or whatever. I think when we were getting on, somehow, I think, yeah, when we were, that's what it was. When we were at the check-in counter, you know, because we're bigger. And in my mind, I like to, I think this is before they charge you extra for, like, the, the jump seat near the emergency exit seats. So this is before they start charging extra for it. So I used to always ask for it, you know, just because more legroom, you know. And um, so I was like, hey, can we get the emergency exit seat? the flight the lady was like sure i mean we're three you know big like i was lifting weights at that time um will was pretty big and jeff lifts weights also so we're all big you know um especially by japanese standards and so she's like sure Um, she probably didn't smell the alcohol on her breath it was a huge mistake by her so um (laughs) we um yeah, so so we got the emergency seats. Now, in my mind, you know, on the bigger planes, the emergency seat, you have a lot of leg room, but this is like a smaller one. So the emergency seats were like dead smack in the mid- middle of the plane, like right where the wing is, right? Well, the wing is kind of the middle of the plane. Anyway, but whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Like it was in the middle of the aisle. It wasn't, we weren't sitting across from the stewardesses. Anything. We were just in the middle of people. And uh, they fucked up <laughs> because... After we take off, we realize that we get free unlimited beer on the plane. <laughs> There's no meals because it was just like a maybe like an hour and a half, two hour flight, maybe no meals. But we get free. I mean, like small, small beers, like fucking small, like half size cans of beer. But. You know, it's Japan, so it's like all you can drink. Man, I don't know how many of these fucking things we had, but they just kept them coming. Like, well, they didn't kept them coming. We kept. <laughs> we made them keep them coming. <laughs> it's like, yo, yo, like every five minutes, like, yo, okay, give us some more. <laughs> and. Like, I talk about respecting Japanese people and all this shit. We were those foreign people on that plane. Like, 
I remember I just noticed one second because we're just like we're just cracking jokes the whole fucking time. Like I can't even explain to you like how much dumb shit we're talking, just laughing our asses off, like talking dumb shit. You know, fucking Will's got Domo Kun like in my face. I'm like, fuck your fucking Domo Kun. <laughs> Jeff is like, yo, it's Domo Kun. <laughs> He's like, yo, you know, saying shit. No, he's egging fucking Will on, like, yo, get Domo Kun to holler at the fucking, you know, <laughs> flight attendants and give us some more drinks, and, you know. And he's like, hey, Domo Kun. Like, it's stupid, juvenile shit. Basically, the most dumb, asinine conversation you can imagine we were having on this airplane and loving it because we're fucking drunk as shit at like one o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, right? And it's like business people. Like, I remember one time during the flight, I just stopped. You know, we're all laughing our asses off. And I just stopped and listened to the airplane. Because it's Japan. The whole airplane is just quiet. Except for us laughing our fucking asses off. Like, <laughs> the whole fucking flight. Like, so bad. So bad. But, you know, I was drunk enough. I didn't give a fuck. So, you know. <laughs> I'm like, yo, we're being assholes. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, this is like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> but whatever, whatever, right? So, <laughs> so it, it gets so bad. At one point during the flight, like, we just order some more drinks. And the flight attendant <laughs> is like, um, you know, you're at the emergency seat. Are you guys going to be okay? You know, because basically she's just like, we're clearly belligerent. And, uh... We're supposed to save everyone in case of an emergency. <laughs> and I think she realized, like, oh, fuck, these guys are way too drunk to be any use in any type of emergency. <laughs> so Jeff looks at her like, yeah, 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 digebo, digebo, give us some more beer. Like, <laughs> such an asshole move, right? But, but she gave us more beer. So... <laughs> Again, normally we're not like this. I do not condone this behavior. But... It was fucking fun as hell. Like, you know, once, you know, we don't act like this on the regular, but, you know, again, we're the fucking craziest three amigos. It was going down like, you know, Fukuoka. So <laughs> we are just like loud and raucous and, 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 and just laugh, basically just laughing like fucking hyenas the whole fucking flight, pissing off probably all of the business people who are just trying to sleep on their way home you know, for the weekend, excuse me, and <laughs> so the only thing I remember from this is, like, again, we haven't even gotten to Fukuoka yet, like, we, <laughs> like, we were about to land, and, um, I, rem like, I don't know, something, I'm, I'm fucking drunk as shit, like, we're all drunk as shit, clearly, right, and so, um, like the the flight's about to land, but like something about the air pressure was fucking with me. Like in my head was it was gave me when we were starting to land, it was giving me a huge fucking headache. And these motherfuckers, like I forgot where I was. I was either I think I had the aisle seat. I think I had the aisle seat. So like these motherfuckers are fucking with like like fucking laughing. They're making me laugh. And I'm like just like I think I had the window seat actually. Yeah, I had the window seat. I think. And so I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up, you guys. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> It's like, just shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> I gotta concentrate. <laughs> I gotta focus on landing this plane. <laughs> so, I'm, 
<laughs> and they're just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm <laughs> just like, just, just shut the fuck up for five minutes. <laughs> and of course they don't. They're just laughing at me. <laughs> and so <laughs> after, after, um, after, like, as soon as we land, you know, um, <laughs> I'm fine. You know, I'm like, er, we get all, I'm like, well, okay, fine. I'm, I'm good. Like, you know, I'm back to just be a regular drunk. <laughs> Mm. so so um i forgot i forgot how we got to our hotel right but i think we arrived at like three about three o'clock in the afternoon and we're we're basically off our ass drunk at this point like to be honest with you like <laughs> at three o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon you know um i think it was it was beautiful maybe like october early fall so the weather's perfect but we were just fucked up like um no 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 because i was wearing shorts i think it was early summer so it was maybe like may it was like springtime maybe like may or something like that and i had a bucket hat and some shorts i remember that they were giving me shit because i was changing clothes so goddamn much like you know when i'm when i'm on vacation i like to wear different shit so you know i I wear like work clothes all the time so i want to like wear clothes that i normally don't have a chance to wear so i'm changing outfits like two three times a day like you know (laughs) off the rip like you know um that's just what i like to do on vacation um and again i'm kind of like the tornado maverick of the group so i just do whatever the fuck I want to do, say fuck that shit, you know, so, um, yeah, so, so we check into the hotel, you know, we all get separate hotel rooms, um, just, I kind of knew, like, that would be better, just so that we all have our own space, and we can link up and do, you know, so, we're fucking hungry, because we haven't really eaten anything, we've just been drinking since, like, goddamn 10 o'clock in the morning, it's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and, you know, we're fucking fucked up and hungry, so, you know, Hakata is, is really famous for a lot of different foods and stuff like that. But it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon and nothing was open, right? So we were just like, fuck, what are we going to do? So we were just like, yo, everything's closed. Fuck. Except this Indian food place. <laughs> so we went and got Indian food. Like, I t- like, like, okay, I was trying to think about the equipment. Imagine, hmm. No, it's not the mecca of food in Japan, but it's pretty famous for for different types of food. Ramen is famous, motu, a type of motu nabe, which I don't eat because it's kind of like chitlins, basically chitlin nabe hot pot. Uh, I don't eat, but you know I don't eat chitlins, but um, you know a lot of different types of food. And like, imagine you go to Italy, you know, and they're like, oh, you know, well, what did you eat there? Are you talking somewhere? Oh, I had some Indian food. Like, it's kind of like, what? Like, that's kind of what we did. We just went and we had Indian food. We, Of course, we drank some beer, Indian beer or swing, sing high. I think we drank some Thai beer. <laughs> and then, and then uh, we finally went to our hotel and passed out. Um, not for the night. Hell no. Not for the night. No, 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 no. We, we was like, yeah, we, all right, we need to take a nap, you know, because um, it was like maybe like four or five o'clock. Uh, one of Jeff's friends we had planned to meet before going out for the night, right? So, um, we, yeah, we, um, we went and passed out for a couple of hours, got ready, of course, changed clothes, outfit change, you know, and, um, they kind of gave me shit because I was like, yeah, I got a fucking, ah, uh, yeah, that, uh, or was it? Did I forgot if we, if they went out directly, 
I can't see. I can't. I can't remember it. I think we took a nap somehow, and after we somewhere we took a nap. We had Indian food. I forgot which came first, and then we were gonna meet uh, Jeff's friend, who is like also a weightlifting guy, but he moved to Fukuoka. So, um, but I was like, yo, I need to go back. It was starting to get dark. I was like, yo, I need to go back and change my clothes because I got to put on my night outfit, you know. And they're like, fuck are you talking about? I'm like, yo, I got to put on my night outfit. This is my afternoon flight outfit. I got to put on my nightclub night outfit. Duh. You know, and they're like, this motherfucking this outfit. <laughs> So they started giving me shit about my outfits. I'm like, yo, come on, man. So, um, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna tell you guys right now. I'm probably, I'm probably not gonna be able to tell this. Uh, this is gonna probably gonna be a two part thing because the the night scene takes a whole nother thing. So, so okay, I'll, I'll, mm. I'm gonna leave you in anticipation. So. I, I'm going to stop the story here because this is another at least 45 minutes of conversation. This is where this shit gets juicy, right? So I'm going to stop it right here where I, at some point, you know, I go back to change into my night outfit and they go to a bar to meet uh, Jeff's friend. Okay, so I'm going to stop right here, right at this point. And then um, in the next episode, I'll tell you how it goes down. Um, this... The majority of the trip, I don't even remember the second night so much. I'll just tell you right now. I don't remember the second night so much at all. I remember, like, one thing we did the second night. The majority of the craziness happened on the first night, and, like, I kind of need to take my time to explain this. It's already, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and we're, like, almost an hour into it. And so I'm going to just break it up into two episodes. So so just sit tight, wait for the next episode, and then uh, you'll hear probably about the one of the – if not the most fun, probably the most fun night out I've had maybe in my life. Definitely in Japan. Yeah, definitely in Japan. I'll just say that. So save that for the next episode. So all right, y'all. Um, let's just leave it there. See you next time. Peace. <laughs>